have this idea of like dog owner fantasy. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hey, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the show where three dudes uh, sit around and, and review topics at random. Um, my name's Mike Hodgins, and with me as always is uh, Crofton Steers. Say hello, Crofton. Hey, Crofton. And of course, Bo Schwartz. Hi, Bo. Uh, hello, everyone. So, so yeah, like uh, today, let's get it started with a uh, with a random uh, a random topic. You guys ready for that, or is there other things we need to talk about first? You gonna activate the randomizer, Michael? I think I'm gonna get the random the randomizer going and uh, and pull up a pull up a topic here. So. Let me just uh, put in some gasoline and get her, get her going. Okay, she's revving up nicely. Okay, okay. Um, the topic is auto-tune. Auto-tune? Yeah, auto-tune. So that's um, auto-tune, you know, like the the thing that, like, I guess Justin Bieber and other, well, maybe not just, I don't know, maybe he's a good singer, but, uh, you know, where musicians use this, like, uh, digitized you know, some thing. T-Pain. T-Pain was... Uh... Notorious yeah, yeah. I for always associate it with T Pain as well. Fact, I think I, I think T Pain has an app on the uh, iTunes App Store that allows you to auto tune. I associate it with Cher in that Life After Love song. Oh yeah, maybe that was a big. And it's like her voice is like being so. That's so auto tune. So we're talking about auto tune. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. Okay, so um, I, I mean. I don't really listen to much pop music. My musical tastes are generally begin and end in the 1970s. So, <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm a little bit like, I think I'm from the era of like no auto-tune where people either were good singers or, or, or not singers. And it seems to me like today anyone's a singer because as long as your father's a producer or something, I guess, and then you start making albums about being up in the club and it all sounds good because of auto-tune. Am I right? <laughs> well, I think what we're talking about here is, you know, what is auto-tune? And basically, auto-tune um, is pitch correction. So I think if you're going to talk to people and, and try and find out, you know, why they might dislike auto-tune or what might be its significant properties is that it can make bad singers sing well. Um, so I think there's a lot of hatred towards auto-tune because it's kind of like the same sort of disdain or lack of... I don't know. There's this lack of uh, lack genuine of yeah, ability, the, maybe. <laughs> well, lack of the music being genuine because it's produced by computers who use mouse clicks to make arrangements, and the computer plays it, and there's no skill involved. And I think that's sort of this distinguishing factor. So auto tune, I think, kind of like just just amplifies it to a razor point, like in people's minds that like it's the epitome of manufactured music, like it represents big corporate music you know, trying to just pump out tons and tons of music really quickly and cheaply by getting bad artists or let's not say bad, mediocre artists to sound better than they were and get us to buy into all this manufactured stuff. So um, that's kind of auto-tune in a nutshell. Uh, does anyone want to jump in with a few comments or I'm going to keep well, going? <laughs> is, is, is When you're saying this, like, are, are you saying that this is the perception of auto-tune, that they, they bang out these these artists? Or are you saying is this this is actual... 
yeah. what happens. Well, well, well auto tune is digital pitch correction, so you right. can you know you can you Crofton, I could have you sing something right now. <clears throat> I can't do it live on the show, but I could have you sing something right now, and I could actually correct your pitch and make it sound like you really sang something successfully. Wow, so it's like a miracle worker. Right. So, but like it, so auto I think there's two sort of threads here to, to the uses of auto tune and and one is the very obvious use of auto tune like in shares uh, uh what's that um do you oh, believe in God. life after love I think it, it is so so, so and it's, it's from, and we're setting our ages here cuz I think it's from like 99 or something so, I heard it in the car like a, a week ago <laughs> Yeah it's pretty catchy it's hard not to want to sing it act you know act, you know it's a party that that Hates yourself for it. It's a guilty pleasure. It's it's actually not a bad song, and I don't think Cher is a bad singer. Although I don't I don't know, but I I, I was a child when she was popular, and uh, I'm pretty sure she's actually a really good vocalist. So why so why would you take a good vocalist and make a new song and, and put auto tune well, on it? Well, I think that there's a difference between like the thing with the Cher song was that that was that was clearly done as this kind of weird tweak. Cher just doesn't need auto tune, I believe. It was sort of I guess a production decision, and it did sort of add to that song. I, where I think auto tune is the issue, because I've heard stuff where, I, you know, and I'm sure this isn't true in say the indie music scene. Uh, we should have had. Our oh, hipster. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make that assumption at all. I was. Just, we should have had our hipster friend Breck on the show because he, he probably <laughs> thought about that. Yeah. Well. But I mean, but I've heard. So you were probably going to finish my my thought there. But what I've heard is that basically the people use auto-tune for everything in the music industry now, where it's just this subtle tweaking and saying, like, well, we're not talking about bad singers. We're talking about good singers, and we just use auto-tune to get everything in the pitch corrected. And I think that there's an element there of, you know, as, as you said, where this is not genuine because, I mean, some of my favorite artists are, you know, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, these guys who are notoriously not good singers in a lot of people's opinion, but that they sound real they sound like who they are um they're not trying to sound like something we expect and i think that there's this well i have this view that today it's just like well all music's kind of kind of fake because everyone just uses auto-tune like you screw something up about whatever uh, and that's the way they do it one thing I, i'm curious about is is there's the auto-tune to achieve like what you would consider pop perfection, so a perfect sound to get these vocalists to sound perfect. But then there's the type of auto-tune, and this is the type that I associate the most when somebody says the word auto-tune, is like the T-Pain, I'm on a boat kind, which is which is the kind where where you can tell, you know, like there is, it, it's like when you were, you Bo, you were talking about Cher and, and the Believe song and how she doesn't need it, but it gives it a certain sound where you're able to say, oh, that is actually auto-tuned. It's like, it's like instead of trying to hide it and make it sound perfect, it actually sounds like something something is weird. There is something there in your ears that you're hearing. Yeah, it's like, it, oh, it, that's auto-tuned. Yeah, it's intended to be a part of the musical tapestry that the producer, engineer, artist, whatever you want to call it, whoever was deciding to make that song, um, because none of that was done live, I'm fairly certain, or only small portions of it, was intended as the final result of the the pleasure that your ear is supposed to hear. It's part of the intended artistic vision. Because for, for me, that part, like when when there are songs like that, when there are, when there are songs that are made with auto-tune in such a way that it's an intentional tool that adds to the song or creates an effect, to the song you know like to me that's another instrument that's that's and and i find that interesting 
Uh, I'm not necessarily saying it's my favorite type of music or whatever, but but it is it is interesting how it's done. When it comes to perfecting mediocre singers, though, or just like trying to bang out top top 40 hits by finding people that are pretty faces and now you don't even need them to sing well. You can just sort of do it through computers. That's where I start having a problem with things. You know, it starts, starts seeming like, like, um, really they're selling, they're selling, uh, something that's not there. Like the emperor has no clothes. Uh, so that's, that, I'm, I'm, I'm torn on auto tune in that way. I, that on one side, there's the good auto tune. I'd call it. On the other side, there's the bad auto tune. What do you guys think? Well, we 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 were we use the word genuine, but I think it's actually more along the lines of authenticity. Authenticity in an artist is a big thing. You know, why would you buy a Neil Young album? Well, the performance was authentic. All the blemishes and imperfections are in the music, as well as you know the talent and genius that would go into a Bob Dylan song recorded before auto tune was even an option. Um, now AutoTune's a tool that's available, and I think that um, you know there's a transition from um, perspectives on music, how we listen to music, and AutoTune, Auto Tuning, and you know I think a, just music that's made from computers or, or computer-assisted music of any kind is met with this response at least from a lot of people that i talk to who don't listen you know who listen to rock or listen to country and things like that that the stuff um you know makes the music inauthentic inauthentic and more of like a you know like a like a tupperware box like they're all made the same they're all designed to specification so you know your chords all have to sound good and everything's got to sound just right and I, i you know i think i think um when we talk about it using uh, it's being used as a very obvious artistic technique, for lack of a better term, a, a piece of the music. I think that it inspires people to feel just even more negatively about it. Like they hear an autotune song and, you know, oh, I hate autotune. It's horrible. It's the worst thing ever. You know, like it's, you know, it, it, because of the lack of authenticity. And we don't like being lied to. We don't like being deceived. And I think autotune, there's like, it, it's associated with deception. And um, speaking of deception, there has been one really brilliant use of autotune. And have you guys ever heard of autotune the news? Yeah, I, I, I have heard it. I think I saw um, that, that what's, what's his name, Antoine uh, Dobson, was it? Yeah, and Antoine he... Dobson, I think, is the name of the guy. Yeah, yeah. that's one of the more famous ones. And, and... It was pretty funny, I must say. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, what they've actually done with autotune is if they've taken it for comedic purposes. But the majority of what they would do is political in nature, which is, you know, I think kind of connected again to that lack of authenticity where we say, you know, we have a lack of authenticity in politics. Uh, maybe they're talking about American politics, but I would argue there's little difference between the two. Um, and so there's just, it's, I think for a great many people, autotune's reviled. But autotune is here to stay. Maybe not the obvious uh, T-Pain kind of versions that you hear in a lot of hip-hop and electronica music. But um, you want to record something and you've made a mistake, that mistake can be corrected. And the question is, should you correct it or should you not? And I think, again, I think a lot of people say, you know, no, don't correct it. It's the imperfection. But people are paying good money for performances and 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 for, for CDs and things like that. And so I think that there's a temptation there, especially part of corporate interest, to make sure that the product is, is good. And so well, why would you leave blemishes in, in a I, I in think a I think you just touched on it there. It's corporate 
uh, its corporate interests versus, like, say, artistic interests. And uh, I, I've, you know, I've heard that these days um, artists don't. Uh, I may be wrong about this. I don't know a ton about the music industry, but a lot of artists don't make a ton of money off of uh, selling music just because of the nature of uh, uh, pirating music and iTunes and just the way things works works these days. Uh, the recording company makes money there, and and artists make money going on tour. Uh, and I and I feel like when it comes back to that authenticity thing, it's like if you buy a ticket to a show, um, and now I, I, I guess, you know, with the big productions, they can have, you know, the attitude piped in live and all that kind of thing. But I, I think there's this idea, if when I think about going to shows, like, uh, you know, the sh- shows I've been to where it's like a small club or something and uh, someone is just playing a guitar and singing, it's kind of like they're just, like it seems, it does seem more pure. It seems like less spectacle. Someone's just getting up there playing a guitar, singing, and either they're a good singer or a bad singer, and you're kind of getting what you expect. But like, I feel like if you took some of the some of the pop artists today and you put them in like some smoky bar with no setup, uh, it might be awful. Like they can't. Is they can they operate without this technological infrastructure around them? And is that good thing for art? Uh, or music as art and I feel like what it comes down to is just commercial interest like it's like yes make things clean um, I mean and I'm talking about autotune in the sense in the correcting things you I, I agree with you guys I like it in the sense of like when it's used to add to a song and you can really tell it's there like I feel like that can, that can add something and it's positive uh, but this whole like you know and, and sometimes because sometimes you'll hear these singers who are horrible and, and even the autotune is not quite fixing them there was this girl who had this song about like it's it, this is like the days of the week. Did you guys Friday, hear Friday. Friday. Um, I don't know the rest, but awful, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a story behind that song. Yeah, but she was like, I, I think she was related to someone in the music industry. It was one of these types of things where it's like, okay, rich kid music producer, like I want to be a pop star too. And it's like, oh well, yeah, guess what? You you know, whoever you have no talent. Yeah. Oh. But throw um, a lot of names into that. Paris Hilton's another one. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of like, so why should these people, well, because they have connections, and now because of autotune, we have to listen to someone like Paris Hilton, you know, as opposed to someone who legitimately either sings in a, in a style that you might not like, like, again, Bob Dylan or something like that, and someone might, it's not clean, uh, but it's more real, you know, but, uh, but, or, but, or, or is a legitimately excellent singer and doesn't need technology to fix their blemishes. Um, yeah, I, just a quick story about that, that Rebecca, whatever her name is. Who, Rebecca who Black. Product. Who did thanks, Bo? Uh, is that she? She, uh, you know, her family uh, raised the money or whatever, and you can. It costs like a certain amount of money. Uh, she developed a YouTube video, did the did the song, and all this sort of thing. Rich girl, obviously, but it became a YouTube phenomenon due to its, you know, crappiness, uh, for lack of a better word, and uh, is is funny for that way. But definitely, even with all the auto tune in the world, there was no disguising the fact. That she wasn't a necessarily a good singer. Just to touch on Mike, what you were saying, uh, because I definitely uh, I agree with what you're saying about the artists, um, an authenticity versus uh, versus sort of artificiality. When we look at the when we look at some of the the artists today, um, I think we we tend to focus on on certain groups because right now comparing Justin Bieber and and Paris Hilton or whomever. To, to Bob Dylan and Neil Young, that's clearly a that's a jarring comparison, but but comparing it more to you know pop artists of of the time, a lot of those pop artists, the Monkees, whomever, you know, they were very corporate as well, put together, you know, assembled in a certain way. Uh, Auto tune 
maybe an evolution uh, maybe an evolution to that i do think though that there is an interest in even critically uh, acclaimed artists like Kanye West who's who uses autotune a lot but at the same time receives extremely uh high critical reviews for his music um the fact that guys like like uh like Kanye don't aren't selling tons of live CDs like people people aren't necessarily interested in buying a live CD from an autotune artist and i think that that's pretty telling whereas you would be looking at live CDs of you know if you had live recordings of the beatles or acdc i again that's not a fair comparison in that these are historic uh you know time tested bands but uh, when you're looking for a live CD of something, it's because you're looking for something somewhat real. And a lot of these artists, maybe there's tons of people lining up for live Justin Bieber CDs, but somehow I don't think so. There's a huge uh, video. There's a, a what? There's a huge uh, video, uh, like a concert video or something like that. I mean, it's not a well, live CD, but... Right, right. Because the other the other element to that is the dancing, right? And that's that's sure. You know, it's a visual I, medium. It's not a fair comparison. Right, exactly. And Madonna, Madonna is a, an interesting case study because she uh, uses has been using auto tune a lot. She's been releasing sort of dance focused albums and that sort of thing. Um, and and it is interesting to see that that like the the pop stars the like Michael Jackson uh, would he still be alive if he was still alive today still releasing music would he be using auto tune like looking at rock stars and looking at at pop stars it's sort of like pop versus rock and not necessarily like auto tune versus non non auto tune because again I I do think the auto tune when used properly is is can be an interesting tool. Anyway, that's really all I got on this. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, uh, um, so auto, like, auto tune is the sort of grotesque, uh, very obvious characterization of manufactured music. Things uh, people trying to pull a wool over eyes. Jay Z has a uh, a song that was very popular called "The Death of Auto Tune," and the song, you know, how rappers will be, um, they're all about their authenticity. So they're from their neighborhood. They have their very tough life experiences that define who they are and that's what they sing about in their songs and so that song was a personification of you know i don't need auto-tune or auto-tune's fake in in a in a a musical genre that often uses sampling and uses all kinds of uh you know techniques to reuse other people's music and not create anything argue i would don't agree with this but to say not make anything authentic and original um, although to say to take pieces of other tapestries and put them together to make something original um, is artistic and is worthy of our you know ears if we enjoy it. Um, but I think like the, the bigger thing with autotune is the just the availability of the technology. It's actually not um, hard to get. You know, production software is not hard to get. Um, a lot of um, the PC software-based recording studios you know, market themselves that anyone can start a band and anyone can record things. And here's all these tools. And, you know, it still may cost you between 500 to a thousand bucks, but you get access to all these tools. So um, that's so we were talking about the indie scene and how like indie, you know, they wouldn't use that. They're all lo-fi. They're using computers all the time uh, to make up for the blemishes. You can do things like, you know, if your snare sounds thin, you can add a second snare under it. Most people don't know about these kinds of techniques, that the majority of music you hear 
is manipulated in post-production in such a way now that it's it's nearly ubiquitous you cannot get away from it except maybe a live album you know and um is it a good thing i i think if i'm going to talk about autotune i'm going to say that you know ugly or pretty this is new technology that's available to us and i don't think any music made using computers or using any sort of technique that isn't playing recording live instruments and live vocals um takes away from the fact that it's music you may not appreciate music that lacks that well i think i'll do the reverse you may be a greater appreciator of music that uh, comes from authentic quotes like live performance skill and i don't think there's a problem with that but um i think we're very quick to dismiss auto-tune and the kinds of technologies that have been bringing about um there hasn't been more music in the world than there has been now and i think it's 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 a good thing yeah, uh, points points well made. What does uh, I don't think I have much more to say to say on autotune. To be honest, uh, uh, what do you, what do you guys think? Bo, are you saying that that with computers and autotune and my gangster past, I have the makings of a possible multi million dollar recording artist? Yeah, man, uh, MC Crofto Steers. Yeah, I, I'll work on the name. Yeah, I'll, that's not a good one. No. Are, are we going to work on verdicts? <laughs> yeah. All right. So everyone that's ready to do verdicts? Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 do it. All right, so um autotune good. Any justification? Uh I think you made it pretty clear. Yeah, I, mean, I think I've, know, I I've talked quite a bit. Yeah. But for our listeners out there, Bo's pretty musically inclined. You know, he knows his stuff. So I I defer to him on some of this stuff. Crofton, what what do you say? Uh, you know, I I go back and forth on it and as I said earlier, I agree with a lot of what Mike uh, uh sorry. Sorry, Mike. What Bo said uh, with regards to... <laughs> like, I don't to... agree with what you said. <laughs> None of what you said is valid. Uh, but I know I was agreeing with uh, a, a lot of what Bo said about the, the how more music is good. That resonated with me for sure and, and how it's a tool. I definitely do see these two sides of Auditude. I see the tool, the musical instrument uh, that opens the door to, to many people. And I, and, I, and I see the corporate shell of artificiality. Uh, so... You know, it's one of those cases where I'm torn between between two, but I gotta I gotta go with one, so I'm gonna have to say bullshit. Auto tune is bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that from you somehow, and I wasn't ex- I'm not expecting my own verdict from from me. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say auto tune is good. Oh wow! I, yeah, Jeez, I, I was, I, yeah. It, it's funny because as we were talking about this, I'm like, man, I hate auto tune. And also, like like all these crappy artists today, they need the auto tune to sound good. And but I think what what clicked in my head that made me think, you know what, it's it's good, it's fine. Is I was thinking about okay, a guitar. Like so, if I'm like okay, I, I like to see someone live in a the club, they're playing a guitar. Well, what is a guitar but a piece of technology that allows someone to express themselves? Sure, sure. a distortion so, pedal. It may not be digital, but it you know it's an well, electric. It uses electricity to. So, so I feel like sound. it was like a it was like a logic thing for me to be like, well, I can't say it's bad. It's just a tool, and and, and if it's allowing people to express themselves through music, even if I don't like it, uh, you know what? Good. And I'm crossing. I'll be looking forward to your album. It sounds like it's going to be uh, good with that. Uh, I'm not sure how much of an actual gangster history you have, but I think uh, you straight know, out of Wakefield, yo. Straight out of Wakefield. That's uh, wow. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, look look for it, people. I, uh, it's going to be called Auto-Tune is Bullshit. And uh, <laughs> just my final statement on, on why, because I, I, I feel bad when, when, my, uh, when a rating is a bit of a surprise. Uh, and definitely um, 
Mike made you made great justification for yours, and 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 I would say I'm not just saying it, but definitely part of reviewing these things and thinking about it comes down to how how I personally feel about it. And in the end, like like Mike, you touched on, I don't like music with auto tune for the most part. I find it you know find it kind of annoying. So for me personally, auto tune is bullshit, yeah. and that's how I'm reviewing it. Yeah, and I think that that, that a lot of uh, music listeners share that sentiment when they hear that overly. Uh, auto-tune sound they just don't like it and that's uh, that's okay you don't you don't like it but um you know trust me there are albums that you feel are authentic to the hilt uh you know the and they've used they employ the tools in subtler ways to make the to correct the music that's just how it is now um i i have a point of clarification to make just before we maybe move on um kanye west did have a live album that i liked quite a bit uh, it was called Late Orchestration, and it was a live orchestra um, playing yeah. his, uh, you know, I think they were mostly tracks from this album, Late Registration, which was his second one, and it's a very good one. So, yeah, and I listen to that a lot. It's a really good album, actually. <laughs> well, I stand corrected. Yeah. All right. So um, I uh, guess, uh, do I have to give my verdict, or did I give it already? I don't I don't really I, I think I think we're... we're, we're, we're uh... We're good, bullshit, and good yeah. for, for, for today. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that wraps it up for, th- for this episode. Um, so if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can send us emails at goodbadbs at gmail.com. You know, give us suggestions. If you've got something you want us to review, you know, let us know your topics. Yeah. Oh, I'd also just and- interject in there real quick that uh, we're hoping to do a mailbag segment. So, uh, you know, send us emails with your thoughts and your opinions on the, the topics we discussed today or on previous episodes. I'd like to. I'd also like to call people out to pre-order my CD uh, at Croft and Steers on Twitter. Uh, just just follow me, and 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 you'll be the first to know as soon as I go into pre 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 production. And and when you're looking for Croft and CD on iTunes, you can also get a hold of us there. And if you do, you know, please give us a five star review if you feel that that's appropriate, uh, and uh, we would appreciate that. We also have a website at, at gbbpodcast.com. And you can find out some information on us there. So I guess that's it for us today. So um, uh, I'm Mike, and uh, we'll see you next time. I'm Crofton. See you soon. All right. Um, have a good night, guys. Later. Later.